0: This is your man El Jamal. Coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. Today, i got my part two of my NFL draft profiles. Of course, we're going over the top quarterback uh, prospects in this year's draft. So today, it'll be Jordan Love, uh, Jacob e- uh, Eason, also Jake Fromm, as well as Jason Hurts out of Alabama. Uh, before we get into that, though, we're going to get into some NFL news real quick. Uh, we uh, Well, i got another... Uh, another trade to report about this is coming from houston of course they're making another trade Uh, they will be trading their uh, their second round pick this year their 57th pick to the rams uh, for wide receiver Brandon brandon cooks and also a fourth round pick in 2022 now since the rams made the trade after the trade after the deadline uh, on march the 15th they will still have to pay cooks a four million dollar bonus so there you go and uh currently he is under a four-year, $47 million contract as well. Now, the Rams are basically clearing a pla- uh, cap space for Jared Goff and also Jalen Ramsey, so it's pretty much a fire sale. Unfortunately, a lot of players that have... Uh, put up some really productive years with them are going and that is on both sides of the ball because uh, I don't believe they lost Michael Brockers. I'm not 100. No, I think they did lose Michael Brockers. They also lost Corey Littleton as well. Uh, They have lost a couple key pieces throughout the last couple of years on both sides of the ball. Now from 2015 to 2018, Brandon Cooks would have four 1,000-yard seasons with three different teams, the Saints, the Patriots, and, of course, the Rams. Now, this gives the one the opinion of, yes, he has some great ability, of course, with the the 1,000-yard seasons. But at the same time, maybe there's more to him than meets the eye in terms of his, you know, his temperament and maybe how he gets along with others or maybe a coaching staff, where have you. Because apparently, you know, this has been done on multiple teams. So there's... There's a bit of a journeyman thing going on here. Now, but he did struggle last season with concussions, only getting 42 receptions for 583 yards and also two touchdowns. So they are, you know, at least the the head injuries, they are taking a toll. At least they did last year. Uh, really down year from him. However, on the on the flip side, the positive side, uh, maybe something that you know is a somewhat of a silver lining for Houston is that he is 26 years old, so I believe he's around still around the same age as uh, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe a year or so younger, and he's like I said under a four-year, 47 million dollar contract. So it's you know not super expensive. You know, of course, uh, I think the Texans recently added. Um, who was that? Randall Cobb. Not too long ago. So, of course, if that if that trade uh, goes through, if they're able to you know process that, of course, uh, well, I don't think that was a trade. I think that was just a signing. And of course, they're bringing in David Johnson. So they have a couple offensive pieces here, uh, at least you know to make up for the fact that you know DeAndre Hopkins is gone. A little bit unfortunate that this trade had to go down. I just think it speaks to the ineptitude as Bill O'Brien in that situation. Uh, he's definitely not a GM. I think he's barely a head coach. I think he's a glorified defensive coordinator, which is uh, the key with a lot of these different coaches. They get these head coaching jobs, and they really, you know, they're really good on one side of the ball. Maybe you know, even good at just one position. And um, they get elevated to head coaching status, and now you have to deal with them for however many years. Uh, So I think he's a a bum at coaching, in my opinion, and this is just indicative uh, of what's going on. And as far as L.A. is going, is concerned, uh, they, you know, they were all in a couple years ago trying to get to a Super Bowl. They lost that Super Bowl in one of the most, you know, pathetic offensive performances we've seen in a a long while. Uh, So they are looking you know I don't know if they're retooling or they're rebuilding who knows what their thing is of course they have so much money to give to Goff, uh Goff excuse me and also uh, Jalen Ramsey so there's no telling what they're going to be able to do for the rest of this offseason and of course for the draft we don't know what their what their uh, MO is, is going to be I, at least I don't know uh, they have the ugly you know the ugly logo they're going to have the stadium that they're behind in funds on they haven't secured any you know major ticket sales yet i mean it's 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 a barn fire it's a barn fire there in la both franchises right now so um and for houston of course they're looking to be a a barn fire in maybe a season or so uh when the deshaun watson requests a trade and i think for his, for his sake, if he doesn't get a, a, a playoff, at least a playoff berth this season, and they don't win the at of the division, which I believe that they should be able to do, despite who they have. I think they have a solid enough defense to do it. Uh, they still have some capable. Uh, with all that being said, of course, Cooks is coming off some injuries. He is a capable receiver. We've seen that. Uh, Randall Cobb, he's had flashes of being capable. I'm not saying he's a, a great receiver. Uh, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he's capable. He's going to catch passes. So if they stay healthy, Uh, There's no reason that they shouldn't be able uh, to win the division, but if that doesn't happen and they don't reach the playoffs, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm thinking about wanting to get a trade or maybe using my uh, leverage as a star of the team, the star of the team uh, to get Bill O'Brien ousted. Because I, I, at, at this point, I would have had enough. Uh, I'm also going to be sharing something on my page later on tonight. Uh, basically, a, a story, interesting story I came across uh, with former uh, NFL safety safety Myron Rowe. Uh, he used to play for the Tennessee Titans. I'm not too sure if he played for anybody else, but definitely for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he's about 33, year, uh, 33 years old now. He's currently, well, he was a neurosurgeon in the... want to say it was the Philadelphia area, uh, but I believe I am wrong. Uh, Yes, it's actually in the Massachusetts, I want to say Boston area. Uh, But anyways, uh, there's going to be a story that I'll be sharing about him on my page tonight. Uh, He is currently Uh, working ER in triage centers uh, dealing with patients of the coronavirus and so it's basically you know I'm going to be sharing something basically you know interviewing him he telling them you know what's you know what prompted him to want to change uh, make the change in what he's doing now and and basically his process and what he's seeing going on in the front lines at least another perspective of it so I'll be sharing that uh, tonight Uh, But let's move on. Uh, Actually, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to get into these draft profiles. Like I said, we were breaking down the rest of the quarterbacks tonight. And then uh, from there, uh, we'll go. We'll go from there. All right, y'all. I'll be right back after the break. Working through some of these draft profiles tonight. Uh, We're going to be starting off with Jordan Love out of Utah State. Tonight, we'll be finishing up all the top quarterbacks. So, like I said, we're going to be starting off with Jordan Love out of Utah State. He comes into this year's draft at 6'4, 224 pounds. Uh, Last year, he had 3,402 passing yards. Twenty touchdowns and also seventeen interceptions. Uh, however, in twenty eighteen, he would have three thousand five hundred sixty seven yards for thirty two touchdowns. He'd also have sixty uh, six interceptions, excuse me, and he uh, completed sixty four percent of his passes in two thousand eight, uh, two thousand eighteen, as compo- as, a, as opposed to sixty two percent in two thousand nineteen. Uh, now, th- now, there is a point of emphasis here. Now, between twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen, he would uh, well in Utah State there would be a switch at the offensive coordinator position. In twenty eighteen they had David Yost and this and they were bring in a very um explosive, I would say, um it would be pro. It would be like a pro. Uh, actually, a option, a spread option offense or a read option op, uh, offense, and they were actually second in the nation in scoring in 2018, right behind Alabama. Uh, as for Love uh, personally, he would have 11 20 plus yards, 20 uh, 11 completions of 20 plus yards or more, and also 70 uh, seven touchdowns, uh, of course you know, and this was in the halfway point of the season. Seven touchdowns of 20 uh, 20 yards or more, so again a deep arm, however uh, with that being said, I thought because of the the dip in numbers uh, that might be because of the switch at the offensive coordinator position, however according to the offensive coordinator and you know, sources around the team uh, in general, the offense remained relatively the same. The one thing that did remain, the one thing that did change however was the personnel, the receivers were smaller as opposed, were smaller in 2019 as opposed to what they were in 2018 uh, we had some well utah state has some new recruits in there uh some smaller guys 185 pounders 190 pounders as opposed to uh the guys the year before in 20, 2018 they were about 6'3 and up uh, or 6 yeah about 6'2 6'3 and 200 pounds and up so again that might have been a difference i don't know per se but you know that being the personnel, but there's definitely a dip in production between 2018 and 2019. And in my opinion, in my opinion, that's a definite red flag. Especially being that they uh, relatively kept the same offensive strategy. But some um, some some uh, some praises on his game though. He definitely has a strong arm. I would say everything every pass he does throw is a is a over you know is in excess of 20 yards almost. He has a very powerful arm uh now he can actually stretch the field down the sideline uh meaning the passes go straight down the field similar you know almost perpendicular uh, or parallel to the uh to the sideline to the numbers to the hash marks as well now, he can also lob passes going in between uh, defenders that's what the softer touch passes will allow for uh, he can actually do that in the mid part of the field uh, now he can get pa- again these passes are really good because they get past defenders and one th- good thing about him is he can he can create chunk plays with his arm uh, he like I said 20 plus yards per play uh, definitely Known for those, uh, he's definitely mobile as well, like pretty much everybody else so far in this draft. He does have a deep, a deep pass arch, which I really like. Uh, they seem to sail over the defenders, almost like, like I said, an arch, all the way to the intended receiver. So I like how he does that. A couple of knocks on this game, though. He does have a few. Um, he needs to definitely work on his field vision. uh He has a tendency to lock onto a, a receiver and he will not look away, allowing a defender to pretty much read his delivery. And this leads to more past inflections and, of course, interceptions as well. Uh, I'm not too sure exactly uh, that. And actually, looking at the 2019 film, uh, you can actually see this uh, a lot more. He will actually turn his body pretty much in the direction of any receiver he wants to throw the ball to pretty much giving the play away uh to a very you know smart and fast and capable uh defender on the other side uh now his short intermediate throws also need work they tend to veer to the left or to the right so he needs to work on his short accuracy his intermediate accuracy i would say accuracy in general is a problem somewhat for him although He has those deep passes. Also, again, definitely field vision. He needs to go through his progressions very well. A lot better. Uh, Again, not a check-down quarterback. Again, He he's the type of quarterback he'll either run it or he's going to chuck it. Uh, so that's Jordan Love right there. There's a lot of people saying he has a lot of potential. I definitely thought this was the case maybe in 2018. Had he would have went, uh, I believe that would have been his sophomore season. Uh, he probably definitely would have been a first-round draft pick. Uh, after looking at this season here and just looking at all the draft, uh, well, looking at all the game film and just kind of the world on the street about him, I'm thinking he's definitely... Uh, maybe a late second round pick if somebody wants to take a chance on him I would say third or fourth round pick Uh, he definitely has a pro arm but I do not think he can read defenses at an NFL level just yet Uh, let's move on to Washington's quarterback Jacob Eason He stands at 6'7", 227 pounds. Uh, He also had a great combine for him. Uh, He would sit out the 2018 season, however, after transferring from Georgia. and he was also injured all of 2017, so not a lot of starting experience for him, Uh, but uh, he also started at Georgia in 2016, so he had some. Uh, He had 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions for uh, 2,430 yards uh, in that first year in 2016, and that was also done with 55% uh, with the 55% 55% completion percentage. In 2019, he would have 3,132 passing yards. For 23 touchdowns, also 8 interceptions, he would increase that complete, uh, completion percentage uh, to 64%. Now, there is some versatility in in his passes, and this is some of his praises that I've been hearing. Uh, he can actually uh, throw in tight spaces and can actually stretch the field and can beat many coverages. Uh, he stands tall in the pocket and can also analyze the field pretty well. He also uses short and intermediate passes very well. So... Unlike Jordan Love, he can actually, you know, take it and maybe give you a five-yard pass here, dumping off for a 10-yard gain here, uh, right there you know right at the first down marker so he's definitely a a short accurate passer he can throw the bomb uh but i don't think he has uh the arm strength or the accuracy on the deep i don't think he has a touch on the deep throws Uh, like i said he does have limited experience as a starter and he does need to work on uh, making his passes uh, making passes his receivers can catch he also uh needs to work on some, some of his consistency issues he's definitely not consistent in terms of accuracy he'll make one or two in a row and then it's maybe three or four incomplete passes uh, he also cannot change the velocity on his passes which means pretty much anything coming to his receivers is going to be hard and it's going to be a lot of drop passes of all the quarterbacks that I've seen so far uh, he has had to deal with the most drop uh, passes as as, uh, as of, all these, out of all these quarterbacks and part of it is definitely because everything he throws is going to be the hardest he can and it's up to the receivers to kind of wrap their hands around it he could probably i think he could probably get worked he can probably work on that he could he can get better at that over time uh but as of now that's an issue he will also force passes uh when he does not see any real check downs actually he does not really make the real check down throws uh accurately uh on a consistent basis either so again there is some vision uh issues there but he has a decent arm i would say in terms of arm strength about a c his arm accuracy is probably a b minus and his in his awareness, I would say, is probably a C plus to a B minus as well. But there is some work that he that needs to be done from him. Uh, let's move on to Jake Fromm a little bit. Another interesting story here. This is uh, Jacob Eason's replacement down there in Georgia. He comes in here at 6'2", 219 pounds. In 2018, he had two thousand seven hundred and forty nine yards for thirty touchdowns, six interceptions, and a sixty seven percent completion percentage. Uh, we he, uh, 2019. Similar numbers in terms of yardage, he would have a little bit more actually, 2,860 yards. Uh, he had 24 touchdowns and 5 interceptions, but he would have a 60% completion percentage. There is some uh, intangibles that I'm reading from him. He definitely is uh, po- uh, definitely is confident in terms of his pocket presence, and he can play very well in crunch time, either making the play with his legs or making the play with his arm. He can get it done, and he's probably one of the best quarterbacks in this draft so far in terms of play action plays. He can really sell those uh, quite well. A couple of knocks on him, just like with a couple of other these guys here. Accuracy issues for him. Uh, there were four games last season where he had a completion percentage below 50%, so he's definitely going to have to ch- uh, change that up. Uh, it seems to me that defenses can, can game plan and also uh, not only, well not so much you know, pick him off and make him have a very ugly game, but make him have a very difficult game in terms of completion percentage, not giving him too many, you know, not allowing him to string too many passes together. He has a difficult time doing that. And like I said, there was a, uh, in terms of what I read up on him, uh, the, it seemed to me like the committee and the scouts were pretty high on him in 2018 meaning he probably could have made that jump last year if he wanted to and possibly been a second round pick uh but again there was a slight drop off in 2018 uh, 2019 excuse me like i said there were four games where he had a completion percentage below 50% which is not good at all you got to be able to in my opinion uh in the college level i would say you have to complete a, at least you know even for even for a quarterback that can move around uh, like your Justin Herbert's and all that. And this is why Justin Herbert did not go pro in twenty eighteen because that completion percentage was really off. And you could tell that there were some things that he needed to work on in terms of his mechanics. He also uh Jake fromm also has those uh those mechanical issues as well. Just with how he delivers the ball, just with how it comes out of his hands, uh is a, is a little bit of a hop into what he does. Uh same thing with Jacob Easton. They kinda have this weird thing where right before they deliver the ball there's this is just weird or this weird thing that they do with their body and it sometimes it just it sometimes affects the way that that ball comes out of their arm uh Again, same kind of thing with Jake Fromm, Uh, and again, like I said, the the scouts between 2018 and 2019, they kind of soured a little bit, they didn't go drastically hard on him, but they did say he kind of missed the mark in a lot of different ways, and he failed to come through, so uh, I see this guy going maybe fourth or fifth round, uh, still definitely one of the better quarterbacks out there, Uh, I just think that of course this guy is probably coming in there with the expectation at least in my expectation to be uh your backup for a while definitely a backup uh, again there's a couple guys that we talked about last night that could have been a first day starter but so far these guys in my opinion uh would definitely uh well i don't think those those guys we talked about uh the other night would be first round starters or first day starters maybe a it- one of them, uh, maybe Burrow, depending on the situation. I think I did remember saying that. Uh, but as far as these guys go, I'm, I'm putting these guys, Jordan Love uh, and Jake Fromm and also Jacob Eason as well, I'm putting them behind somebody right away and I'm making them work in practice. Uh, these are probably one of the two of these guys might even be practice squad guys, believe it or not. Uh, or definitely the number two, uh, maybe even a career number two. One of these guys I just have think has that potential. Uh, you know, a lot of praise is on Jalen, uh, sorry Um, Jordan Love because of his arm strength Uh, but I think there's too many accuracy issues there uh, for me to really bank on him as being some type of uh some type of dark horse pick. Uh, but finally, we're going to talk a little bit about Jordan Hurts. Uh, he comes into the draft, of course, out of Oklahoma, 6'1", 222 pounds. Uh, he had a somewhat of a lengthy career. Uh, well, somewhat of, of a lengthy career. 2017, he would go, well, his career would go all the way back to 2017. And this was when he was on the Alabama National Championship team. He finished finish that year with 2080, uh, 2,081 yards, 17 touchdowns, and just one interception. He would complete 61% of his passes. And he. He was pulled, like I said, he was pulled in that national title uh, national title game uh, to a replace where replace we'll him as a starter the year after that in 2018. He would then transfer to Oklahoma, where he was behind Baker Mayfield. I believe his last season there. And like I said before, uh, 61% or over, uh, even for a quarterback that can run a little bit uh, in terms of a completion percentage, is decent. I think in the college game, I think in the NFL, you're gonna have to get to 65. Plus, of course, you got somebody like Drew Brees who's just a who's just a, a monster. He can get you about seventy percent or more every now and again. But I think sixty-five is realistic for the NFL. I don't think these guys have those skills set to be that consistent uh and to get you that. Uh Jalen Hurts in 2019 he had a little bit of a better year. Actually he had a, a a somewhat of a turnaround year, actually three thousand eight hundred fifty one yards. 32 touchdowns and eight interceptions at 70% completion percentage. Uh, Some of the praises on him is that he does have a decent arm to an extent, he does have strength and accuracy as well. And he also had a good combine workout, so he he ran pretty well. I did see uh, what he could do. Uh, He actually threw the ball pretty well. Uh, There is some knocks on his game, however, he does have trouble reading the defensive coverages and will be take. it well. And he will look to take off to run a lot of times more than not, as opposed to finding an open receiver. I think at this level that's going to be very difficult to do because of course everybody is so much faster than they were on a college level and it ain't like it's going to get easier for him to throw the ball either so i think definitely this is another one of your backup cases you definitely you bring him in there with no expectations to start these i mean i think every guy tonight there's no expectations for these guys to start in my opinion or there shouldn't be again there could be a case for you know herbert and also a case for uh the other guys too, uh, and also bro, there's a case for those guys, uh, possibly, but these guys, I would definitely put them in there with the, well, I would, Bring them in uh, with the uh, with the expectation of they're going to be practicing. Uh, they're going to be you know are on our scout team. They're going to be giving us different looks in practice, and they're going to build up from there. Uh, these guys definitely have some real knocks on the grade. This is not to you know to put them down. I think Jalen Hurts himself uh, himself is probably a fourth or fifth round pick, uh, but there's so many things that these guys uh, have to work on uh, a lot more than the other few guys that I mentioned. So uh, these these guys are not, again these are going to be they're going be drafted i believe at some point uh but again I think there's definitely some, some, some flaws in each of these guys' games as well. But there is some potential. I think Jordan Jordan Love definitely has the NFL caliber arm in terms of the strength. So they're going to look at him. Uh, at some extent, they're going to work with him. They're going to want to work with him. I think Jacob Easton has a good size at 6'6". They're going to want to work with him as well. So he's going to have opportunity. Somebody like Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to have somewhat of a role. This depends on what, what type of offense somebody wants to put him in. Um, I've heard some crazy things about about uh, I believe it was Jordan Love. They wanted to put him at the fullback spot because he can run so well. I don't think that that would work for him. I think they just need to try my quarterback. If he works, he, he he works. If he if he doesn't, at the very worst, he's a journeyman. I believe a backup for somebody. Why not? Uh, you know you, you can't you can't go wrong with that. Um, but again, I, I think of, of the guys that I talked about last night. I uh, well tonight. I definitely think Jordan Love. Uh, has uh, the best potential because again he has the height I also like Jacob Eason as well because he, uh, he he has the height as well uh, I I believe that Love just has the better arm the stronger arm if anything like that uh, but again we're going to call it a wrap tonight I have some more draft profiles to go over I'll be going over the rest of the skilled players at least the ones that I feel that are the highest rated more likely to be picked up in the first round I'm also going to be moving on to the defensive side of the ball as well uh tomorrow night however i will be having in upon the a upon further review segment and actually i wanted to have a, a special segment within that and it's called why black cinema matters i'll be going in and kind of going in into a deep perspective on a lot of different black films that's the whole point of it uh underrated overrated films possibly who knows uh but the main thing that i wanted to start off with was a was a favorite of mine growing up johnson family vacation of course it, it stars cedric the entertainer vanessa williams solange Knowles, also a bow wow uh, a couple other appearances in there by steve harvey and of course godfrey uh, makes an appearance in there as well but i wanted to go deep uh, and not just uh, the typical reviews that i always do i wanted to talk a little bit more and go deeper like i said um and in um really perfect what i'm trying to do with this there's a, a lot of different uh directions in which i want to take the channel and some of the content so i'm practicing and uh you guys are going to be the guinea pigs in terms in terms of my listeners so uh thank you guys for the support already you already know how you make me feel i'm not stopping i'm just getting started i'm just waiting on some uh well of course some more ends to come in to uh get this going uh, to get to a certain point where I feel comfortable, and uh, we are, and I'm working on it, uh, It's it's been a process, but so far it's been good, it's been worthwhile, I'm going to be picking up some voice cl- uh, acting classes soon online, so uh, bear with me there, I'm going to be working on that, so I won't be taking too much time away from the show, uh, but just putting some more uh, time into those other activities that I want to get into, such as voiceover work, such as voice acting, or even possibly Actual acting So we will see How that goes Uh, But I will be here Tomorrow night Again A segment of with another segment of upon for the review uh but again if you are getting uh trying to get in touch with me you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at com. that is e-l-j-b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com once again that is ljbutler75 at com. e-l-j-a-m-a-h-b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com dot com LJ Butler sorry lj butler75 at gmail.com. Also, I have a Facebook page for the show as well at never out of bounds. Uh, you can also follow me on my personal Facebook page and my Instagram. Uh, my uh Facebook page is L Johnny. E <clears throat> L J A M A H A D J A N I. And then finally uh the Instagram is L oh, sorry, just L 791. E L J A M A H M A H seven nine one. Once again the Instagram is l Jama seven ninety one. E L J A M A H seven nine one. Alright y'all. I'm gonna call it a wrap for tonight. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love and I'll holla at y'all soon.